Welcome back to another ESL podcast. Of course, I am your host, Arsenio, as usual, bringing to you episode number 44, reading and some pronunciation. Perhaps we're going to talk about emotional thinking. This episode was supposed to debut yesterday, but because I got tied up at the airport, uh, coming back from Singapore, and me just being so tired, I do apologize, guys. Man, I was on a roll. You know what I'm saying? At the end of February, that was the last time I did not go a day without doing a podcast. It's been two months, but you know what? I'm back. I'm on fire. I just want to say thank you to all of you out there who are tuning in to me. And guys, with that being said, man, let's get into this emotional thinking. I found this very, very compelling. There's going to be reading. Now, if you want to stop the podcast and read, you can, but I'm going to be giving you a lot of different things In terms of this reading text, interest, importance, and whatnot, I also have some questions um, down there that you guys can answer and some critical thinking that I'll probably be displaying on my Patreon, so make sure you guys tune into that over there. So here we go, emotional thinking. I'm going to read this out. Is it better to think with your head or your heart? Now listen to my pronunciation levels, okay? The real question may be, Do you have a choice? Even people who pride themselves on being logical, rational thinkers may be more influenced by their emotions than they realize. Bullet point number one. The reason for that is simple. Emotions are designed to influence behavior. Emotions evaluate a situation and then tell us how to react. See, when your brain experiences an emotion, it sends a signal to your nervous system, which in turn sends signals to the rest of your body. This is why people refer to a gut feeling. Emotions give you this type of information more quickly and with a stronger impact than using reasoning. They're designed to help you make decisions quickly, especially in high-stakes situations. Those that very important or carry some element of risk so now i'm gonna give you this the fight or flight now yes it's very 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 good to have that fight or flight if you see someone approaching you and they're walking very weird and they're all covered you're going to have that emotion that emotion saying oh i'm scared right now what should i do and you're going to hurry and make a decision, a decision, a decision that could be very costly, that could help you or that could hurt you. It's kind of like, um, what was I thinking just now? When it comes to emotions and whatnot, you got to make sure that you do not respond emotionally to certain situations, right? What do I mean by that? Well, it's kind of like me getting an email, of course, on the same night that everything happened, went crazy just two days ago. And... This was, okay, Arsenio, here we're going to talk about, this is what you're going to do in terms of this workshop, in terms of holding this workshop for our staff. But instead, we decided, without consulting you, to slash the prices by 50%. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, yeah, so for two hours, we're going to give you this price. And I'm like, that is very annoying. Because... You did not try consulting me first and saying, hey, can we, uh, you know, can we meet me halfway on this? Can we make it this? You just gave me an ultimatum. And this scares me because, of course, in the world of business, 
It ha- you have to provide a win-win. Now, let's say he has 50 staff members. And he said, I'm going to pay you $50 total per hour for my 50 staff members. That means each staff member is going to contribute $1. So how would that make me feel? And I said, you know what? I'm not going to respond right now because I would respond emotionally rather than logically. I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to be the bigger person. I'm going to let this, you know, get all my facts down packed. Going to look at the solutions, the things, outline everything in detail, and then respond accordingly. Now, will I, of course, refute and say, oh, we kind of agreed upon this. However, that is the client. All I can do is say, you know what? I'll give you this, but I'm not going to give you a hell of a lot because you just cut everything 50%. So what I was going to do extra will no longer be. You see what I mean? Oh, that was just too good. All right, so guys, getting into bullet point number two. See, emotional responses are often built on past experiences. There was one time a lady, what, about five years ago, there was a government house of 50 people. If these people were to pay me 100 baht per hour or even 50 baht per hour, guys, that's literally one or two dollars to teach per person an hour. And she said, No, they want to do it for free. And I said, huh? For free? And so that emotional response, when she told me that, I was like, uh, no. That's ridiculous. 50 people, if they contribute 50 baht per hour, that's 100 baht. Of course, yes, that is a massive hit for me. I would literally make probably, what, 5,000 baht in two hours, which would be spectacular. But still, that's unfair. That's a... Uh, that that's a super duper win and a and a titanic loss for me. So what I did, that was built on a past experience. So I said, okay, I see someone trying to nickel and dime me. I Meaning they're trying to like you know play me for a fool. They trying to take some money from me. I'm not gonna respond like right now, like I would do in the past. I'm gonna take a step back, and I'm going to respond accordingly. Huh. <sighs> Have you ever had an unpleasant experience with a bully in school, for example? You know, it's kind of like someone who wants you to react. It's like my brother. My brother would get as angry as possible because he think I would react in a very angry way so then we could get into a fight. This is what he's always wanted, right? It's the the beauty of my family. (laughs) Anyways, but... I would make emotional decisions based on what he was doing rather than just sitting down and saying, I'm not going to play your game. You can get mad all you want. Sometimes I agree to disagree. My brother would say, hey, well, you ate all the donuts and this and that and that. And I'm like, yes, I ate all the donuts. I do apologize. He wants me to get to that level. And so, again, my brother, yes, he was a bully for a, a, a significant amount of my life. But he never really festered up and said, yes, I am that bully. But let's get back into this. If you later encounter someone, let's say in a business meeting, who reminds you of that person who's very angry, perhaps because he looks similar and exhibits the same behaviors, you might feel the same emotions you felt as a child, such as fear and anxiety. 
and be reluctant to interact with that person. So if someone had the traits of my brother, oh my God, I would literally get away. I would not speak to an individual like that ever again. No way. If someone had the traits of my ex-bosses, I'd be like, ooh, oh my God, that is horrible. I feel bad for you. You see? So anything that resembles an instance in the past that you... That that is, of course, there's a very negative, uh, there's a negative association with it, and you see someone that has those same traits, you would back up and say, whoa, 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 okay, no, 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 I'm not gonna interact with this person because they look like blah 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 blah, and I've heard that so many times, and you know what? I've actually pinpointed that in terms of my family. I said, you know what, Stephen, you're very much like your father. You're following the road of your father. Of course, he doesn't want to hear that. But my sisters said it was true. Regardless if they said it was true or not, this is something that could help him. But knowing him, it won't help him. It would just make him angry, which, of course, gives off that same emotional response that that's how he reacts to situations rather than talking things through like a logical human being. So let's get into the next bullet point. Popular articles encourage people to... Listen to your guy and to trust your instincts. The problem is that these emotions won't always be correct. The people in the business meeting might not be a bully at all, but only share the same hair and eye color or tone of voice. Even though your emotions are telling you two people are similar, it might not be true. And so when it comes to trusting your instincts, I do believe in that. I think instincts are unbelievable. I'm so grateful uh, for having such a sound intuition and being able to, um, of course, go through situations and say, ooh, okay, this, I don't feel good about this. I don't feel good about that. Let me get out of this situation. You know what? I see a lot of people. Oh, you know what? There was one time that I was hanging around with some friends. And while I was hanging around with them, his friends ended up coming in towards the end of the night. And then next thing you know, they were saying very derogatory black terms without even knowing me from that very beginning. And I'm looking and I'm like, dude, these are like guys out of like a trailer park slum. And I said, I got to get out of here. I said, all right. And I remember I went to the bathroom and I went home after that. Guess what happened after that? Five to ten minutes later, there was a brawl in the casino with involving those two people that I had a bad feeling with. So I trust my instincts. That was a very long time ago when I used to hang around with people from Skid Row. (laughs) Skid Row means, let's just say, a bad neighborhood, right? So instincts might not always tell you, but you know what? I trust my instincts. But again, if we're referring back to those emotional responses, it could be true. See, emotional thinking has an important impact on the workplace, And why does it have an impact in the workplace? Because it influences how people decide what to do, right? And you know what? Researchers have found that emotions carry out four key functions in decision-making. They provide information. Emotion tells you whether an experience or an encounter is likely to be a positive or a negative. Pleasure and displeasure are two emotions that serve that specific function. They can improve speed because emotions are felt more immediately than logical thought. They result in decisions being made faster. Fear, anger, and hunger are good examples of emotional that produce a rapid response. See, they assess relevance. Emotions such as regret and disappointment that are based on someone's personal history will influence how that person evaluates an event in the present. 
but they can also strengthen the commitment to others. Community and personal connection are important in social groups, and emotions such as guilt, love, and empathy guide people to help others in your group. See, all of these functions, yes, these functions right here, are important on the job, but how good are emotions at carrying them out? So, again, studies conducted about this, you know, specific little implication of emotional thinking in the workplace have found some interesting and uh, some very odd results. For example, when people feel angry, they are more likely to assume a situation is less risky than it really is. So if you look at and look at the situations that have happened out there in America, for instance, in the south side of Chicago, there are always problems and they go, and you know what? There are always gunshots. So if someone gets really, really angry, they don't understand the severity. That if they carry out the actions that they are building up inside of them and want to do, they don't feel that it's risky at all. Why? Because they're acting completely out of anger. Does that make sense? And you know what? They'll be even willing to admit they have made a mistake. See, an angry manager might continue to support a failing project because he doesn't want to admit that he was wrong. See, when people experience fear, on the other hand, they tend to give up projects too easily. While anger gives people too much confidence, fear takes too much confidence away. People feeling sad or depressed were found to be more likely to set low prices for items they were asked to sell. However, they were also more generous towards others. People who feel happy are less likely to take risk, but even happiness is not all good news. More than one study has found that happy people put more emphasis on appearance or something than quality. There's a reason why job interviews, when both people laugh and feel relaxed, are more likely to result in the candidate being offered the job. So let me read through that one more time. There's a reason why job interviews... When both people laugh and feel relaxed are more likely to result in the candidate being offered the job. That is incorrect. You know what? Back in late 2017, that's exactly what happened. I was having a very candid, amazing conversation with the British guy at a place by the name of AUA. It's a language center, a very long, old one. We're talking 65 years. And me and him, we're talking about crypto. We're talking about this. We're talking about things I've achieved and Honestly, I thought it was set in stone. He's like, hey, so uh, yeah, it won't be a problem to make all the copies of your certificates, this and that, so we can do the visa and work permit. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And next thing you know, I emailed him as a follow-up the next day and said, hey, let me uh, – I could send those to you or I could bring them to you. Didn't receive a response. I was like, okay, maybe he went somewhere for Christmas. Next thing you know, it was like between the 27th and 28th. I was like, okay, maybe after New Year's. After New Year's came and – I consulted one of my students, and he gave me a personal development moment. He said, Arsenio, they would let you know within the first 24, 48 hours if they wanted you. You know what the answer is. And I just sat there. I'm like, damn, that is so real. And he was like, you need to move on and keep hustling and keep trying to find work. And sure enough, he was correct. He never did call me. Although I felt so relaxed and amazing, the interview was fantastic, I was not awarded the job for whatever reason it may be. I could conjure up the idea saying, oh, well, because it's Thailand, yes, yes, yes. Or maybe it was me being negative, or maybe it was at the end me saying, hey, you know what? I do have my own projects that I would like to keep. And you know what? He wrote that down on the paper, and I feel like I shot myself, not in the foot, but in the head <laughs> with that comment. 
because it shows that I'm not willing to do whatever it takes for this place and that I always want to have my special things on the side. But you know what? Hey, I always got to keep my special things on the side. So I thought that was a very interesting point that I had to make. So I'm going to read you a couple more. And then you guys can do the task down below on my blog. So even if even positive feelings can lead to inappropriate decisions, what should a person do? See, while emotional thinking is inevitable, steps can be taken to add rational thinking as well. See, as emotional thoughts come more quickly and yet might not be accurate, build extra time into your decision-making process. Give yourself enough time and opportunity to logically think and evaluate the situation. Does that make any sense? Logically evaluate the situation. See, you can also you can also force your brain to react impartially. For example, by making a list of advantages and disadvantages of a discretion. You see what I mean? Like advantages and disadvantages. This is why I think things through. On such a grand scale, but I'm not going to get into that right now. I'm going to keep reading. Understanding emotional thinking will help you better understand the way other people behave. If you can tell who is approaching a task with anger or fear, you will be able to predict how they will act. See, nonetheless, the same event or circumstance can cause different emotions in different people. Almost everyone, for instance, feels anxiety or stress while working on projects with a deadline. But for some people, that anxiety begins as soon as the project is assigned others or other people only feel anxious when the deadline is very close the first person will start working right away in order to get rid of or lessen that you know the sense of anxiety but the second won't begin until the deadline is near because that anxiety hasn't been triggered yet a lot of you are like yep that's me i know see for managers knowing which type of person each of their employees is will help with time management See, ideally, you will never have to choose between emotional thinking or rational thinking to maximize your ability to make good decisions. Use both. Give your brain time to interpret the signals your emotions are giving you instead of relying solely on one type of input. Use every resource your body provides, in other words, instead or just some. It's logical thinking. Or it's the logical thing to do, and it feels right, too. So, guys, there are more things, of course, on my blog. But you know what? This has been a very, very long podcast already. But I want you guys to just think about that. I've said a lot of truth in this one. And you know what? I did tell you that I was going to do some pronunciation, but it's all good. But you hear how I speak, right? So you guys can actually read through this, too, and try to just mimic how I sound, right? But you know what? This presented a lot of truth. There are some things that I was like, wait, not necessarily. That didn't happen with me. So what you guys have to do, read through this again. Read through it again and again and again and see what have you been basing your decisions on. And with that being said, guys, I really wanted to go over this reading because I thought it was very, very compelling. There are extra things on my blog, too, so make sure you look through that and go through that. And, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.